coming against the anointing, or if I start coming against the supernatural, which is also the thing that my flesh is not comfortable with, then I become anti-anointing. Right. What is Christ? The anointed one and his anointing. Yep. So if I'm anti-anointing, I'm literally walking on the side of anti-Christ. Right. Can you see that? So I need to be very mindful that I don't start getting anti-Holy Ghost or anti-manifestation of the Holy Ghost or anti-anointing. Right. Because it puts me on the side of anti-Christ. So many people come against that. And why am I, why am I telling you this? You're not, the, you're not the people that are anti that way. You're not against the anointing. I know that. But you need to understand, why do I believe this way? How do I believe this way? Why, why is it that when, I, when the Holy Ghost moves and it looks weird to people who are thinking naturally, that's okay? You have to understand that that movement and that manifestation of the Holy Ghost is God disclosing himself and manifesting himself to the world and to us. And this anointing, this power of the Holy Ghost disclosing Jesus to the world is how God has chosen to manifest himself to this world. Who are we to stand in the way of what he's chosen? Now, look at, look at this uh, before we finish up with that. Go over quickly to Romans chapter 12 and verse... One. Excuse me, I'm in the wrong place. First Corinthians chapter twelve. First Corinthians chapter twelve and verse one. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. Now, depending on what translation you have or who actually printed your Bible, uh, you'll see, you notice there when it says spiritual gifts, uh, anybody notice something different about that particular word? It's in italics, right? Uh, so not every translation is going to show that, but m many of them will. Uh, and this is, but the reason it's italicized is because that's an English word that's added into there to give us understanding of what he's talking about. Because later on in the chapter, he's going to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. And so, but this word, basically, anytime you see an italicized word, it should mean the same thing whether the word is there or not. It just helps us to have an understanding of that. So that word actually is not in the original language. So really what it's saying is now concerning spirituals. Or now concerning spiritual things, right? Now concerning spiritual things. I would not have you unaware. I would not have you ignorant. In other words, God doesn't want to leave us to the place where we don't understand supernatural and spiritual things. He wants us to grow in our ability to walk in it, to carry it, to move in the power of God. But how many people do you know that are fluent in spiritual well, not very many. You know why? Because you're not amazed a lot. 
If you were amazed and astonished a lot, it would mean that there was a bunch of spiritual things happening around you and a bunch of supernatural things happening around you, right? This is, this is one of those things that a lot of times... All right, so now you may have seen some. I'll tell you that, you know, I've had miracles happen when I pray. I've had things, healings to happen even, you know, in the last month. We've had multiple things that have happened. But I'm telling you, as a, as a person who's hungry after the things of God, I personally want to walk in it more. You should also want to walk in it more because you are not ignorant of spiritual things. That doesn't mean that you just know about them. You don't just know about them. You carry something. You're a carrier of the things of God, of the power of God. You're a carrier of spiritual knowledge and wisdom so that not only do you know that it's there, but you know how to apply it, right? Knowledge is knowing it that it's there. Wisdom is how to apply that thing. I don't want to just know that God can do it. I want to know how to apply it. I want to know how to get the promise and the blessing and the power manifested in my life because I don't want to just have it manifested in our life. I want it to manifest in your life. I want to be able to pray and see power in your life and your life and your life and your life, right? And that's just, that's just me. It, well, that's because you're a pastor. No, that's because I'm a Christian. That's, that's available for every believer. Now, I want you to see this. this is, we were talking about being anti-anointing. You, when you go down to the gifts of the Spirit, Notice here that one of the things that he says is he's not just talking about gifts. He's talking about spirituals. Because if you just make this all about gifts, then you miss part of the point here. They are gifts, but look here. Let's go to verse 7. Now we know in verse 8, he talks about the gifts of the Spirit. For to one is given a word of wisdom, one a word of knowledge another faith to another gifts of healing. So he's talking about the, what we would commonly refer to as the gifts of the Spirit. But I want you to see what it says in verse 7 because this actually is more biblically accurate. It's not just the gifts, although these are gifts. At the end, he defines it that way. But I want you to see, it's something stronger than just a gift. Look at verse 7. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. These are not just gifts. This is the Holy Spirit manifested. This is a manifestation of Himself. So this power that's released, uh, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, this is not just a wrapped up package that's not a part of me. This is a manifestation of the Holy Ghost himself. And so if we start to deny the gifts operation in our lives we're not just denying a gift a package a present we're denying a part of God himself and so what he's saying is here I don't want you to be ignorant about these things I want you to grow up in your knowledge of spiritual things and your wisdom how to apply these things this is not just a gift or a package that's not God that's not the Holy Spirit this is the manifestation of the Holy Ghost 
of the Holy Spirit. This is a manifestation of him himself. So when we get to the place where we start denying the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, we need to understand we're starting to deny pieces and parts of God. Not okay. Right. Not okay. And, and we, have to be, we have to understand, look, all right, that means I'm going to start to move in some things that my flesh is not going to understand. My mind is not going to grasp. And what, what part of God, you know, or how much of God is your mental, physical brain going to understand? How much of God can it grasp? There's even things, uh, he says, look, there's things you're going to pray that are beyond words. You don't even have words for them. You can understand it in the spirit, and this is why he says they're not mentally discerned, they're spiritually discerned, because your spirit has the capacity to, to get it and understand. But while we have this corrupted body, our mind's not even going to be able to wrap around everything that God is. Paul, who had one of the greatest revelations of all, in Romans, I think it's 11.33, he sits there and he's in amazement thinking about the wisdom of God. And he just, he's like, I don't even know how to put this. Oh, the depth of the wisdom of God. Oh, the depth. Paul, with all his revelation, all he can sit there and do is just go, what is, this is it in, in today's terms, you know, because we don't, we're not as eloquent. This is, this is what we would do. Wow. Wow, he's so big, he's so smart, wow. You know, Paul was, oh, the depths, you know, of the riches of the wisdom of God. So eloquent, especially if you read it in King James. Oh, the depths. But we would just be like, wow, he's awesome, he's so big. We got to understand that our mind is not going to wrap around everything that God is. And so when we feel like, well, when I understand it, I'll believe it, you've missed the whole point. It's never, you're never going to understand it. Here's, here's why. Because it takes faith to understand it spiritually and receive it spiritually. And faith is not needed when it's seen or understood. Faith is needed when it's not seen. It's just saying, God, you're good. You told me to do it. I'm stepping out into it. I'm stepping out into it. That's where faith is needed, not where things are seen. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't need to study to show ourselves approved. We do. And you're learning maybe today, you're learning more about spiritual things than you've ever known before, that you've ever seen before. And that's awesome. And we should grow in our understanding and grow in our knowledge. But every time we get to a new place in God, a new revelation in God, guess what? He's bigger. And all of a sudden, it'll be like we'll get to the place and we'll have this light and we'll see further than we've ever seen before. And then all of a sudden we get to that place and we're like wow there's more out there which we shouldn't be like oh beating ourselves up because you don't know anything you know uh it shouldn't go that we should go wow there's more there's more of god glory to god let's go find it he's so good why would i not venture out into him even if i don't understand it or don't know lord you're awesome you're my loving father now, a spirit of religion and our flesh would say, you're so bad, you don't know anything. But that's not where we need to stop at. We should be in excitement and expectation about the things of God going, wow, 
there's more of you to get out there and get a hold of. There's even more. And I'll tell you this, you know, some people would, some people would say, well, Pastor, you know a lot about the Word. Listen, I can get around some of these guys that the Lord has put me around. I'm like, I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. I'm just now beginning. I mean, if Pastor Tracy, speaking of, Pastor Tracy is going to be in Jefferson, South Carolina tonight. Uh, we'll have the Holy Ghost meeting tonight here. But then Monday through Wednesday, he'll be there. I'll be there each one of those nights. Uh, but men's group, uh, if you can't make it down there, there will be men's group at Blue Bay. If you can go, then we'll see you there. I'll be down there. He's one of my spiritual uh, fathers and Anyway, but you get around him. I told, I told George this, and he, when y'all went last year, George said, I understand what you mean. And uh, because we went to his minister's conference out in uh, Arkansas, and I told, I told them this. I said, you know, I know a little bit about this Bible. I mean, I know a little bit. I don't know everything, but I know some, right? But when I get around Pastor Tracy, I feel like I'm, like, I'm, Here's my crayons and my coloring book. You know, I, he makes me feel like I'm licking the windows on the short bus. You know, I mean, he just, I, you know, I, he just, that's what he makes me feel like sometimes. I'm like, golly, how much? Yeah. He just knows, doesn't it? Yeah. And George, George's like, I know what you mean. Because he was like second, second and third, you know, second and third levels of people are, are walking in stuff that's just amazing. You know, he's, it's just so what I'm trying to tell you is every time you think you know something, there's more in God. Amen. There's more in God. And for us to think, listen, if we don't even if he says money is a small thing and we don't even understand about giving and receiving and how to manifest that, how can we even begin to think that we've started to understand the true riches of God? But you notice it's the people who don't want to give a thing that wants to argue every theological point ever. How ridiculous. I mean, the Bible just disproves that. It's so silly, but yet we'll, you know, We'll run out as soon as you quote something. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm leaving. I like my sound effect. Don't be a yeah. Be a I'm a sit. You know? I'm a sit and I'm gonna receive. I'm not gonna yell. But yet that's some people they won't they won't get up and physically yell, but mentally they yell. Right? Don't do that. Sit. All right, Lord, whatever he's talking about, I don't even understand. I don't even know what he's talking about. But I'm just sitting here and let my spirit receive. He's talking something. I don't know. Help me. Help me. Help me, Jesus. I can't tell you how many times. Look, this, this is a great trick. This is a, this is a great trick. I've been in front of people and they've been like, They'll start talking about something, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. And inside, I'm going, what in the world are they talking about? I have no idea what they are even talking about. I was like, I'm just going to listen and nod my head right here. And if everybody else says no, I'm going to say no, too. And, and I'm going to just listen right now. I'm going to just listen, listen, and I'll catch up later. You know, all right, mental note, research, you know, this, Google. Later, whatever that is, 
But look, I can't tell you how much stuff I've learned like that. God will put you in positions, and all of a sudden you're around people. Look, don't act like you know something at that moment. Or don't try to give your revelation, because here's what always happens. Like they're talking here, and you're going to bring your highest revelation, and generally it's going to be like here. And they're going to be like, what is that? Like, yeah, 20 years ago. You know, so don't try and impress anybody. Don't try and like, oh, I'm coming up to their level. God's allowed me to be in these. No, just shut up. Just be quiet and just listen and Google later, okay? But many times there's stuff that you don't know and just, just listen. God, God's allowed you to be around some people that know more than you. Just listen. Ask questions later. Ask questions later. It's good. I, many times people have been, you know, Many times people will be having conversation, they'll say some word, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Later I'm like, what is that word? <laughs> what is that word? Like, I have no idea. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just, you know, what's, what's the statement? You know, it's better to be, it went, I forget exactly how it says, maybe y'all can remind me, but it's basically, don't, don't, it's better to be stupid and not open your mouth or to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Right? Something like that. So just, if you find yourself in a service, tell your neighbor he's not talking about you. <laughs> Get, comfort your neighbor, neighbor right now. He's not talking about you. And, uh, but, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> Jane said he's talking about me. So just smile. Just smile, look pretty. Just, just, just smile. You're, it's good. But listen, all you got to do, many times, the Lord, if you start walking in hunger after the Lord, what will happen is he'll allow you to start getting in circles where they're operating at higher levels of yep. spiritual things. All of a sudden, when you get to that place, just, just be quiet and just listen. You'll learn a lot. And you might not understand even what they're talking about, but come back to that spiritual mother or father later and say, hey, when they were saying this, what are they talking about? I, I love it when people do that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like it when they act like they know what they're talking about, and then they never ask questions. Like, like humble yourself and say, what are they talking about? And yeah. God will teach you more things. So you might be in a Sunday service or a Holy Ghost meeting or something like that, and, and I'm talking about something specific, and I'm, I might say something that I, I used to say a lot, but I haven't said recently, and you weren't here when I used to say it, and so you don't follow the train of what I'm talking about. Just ask about it later. I love questions. I love, why? Because that shows a humility and a hunger, and God will honor that, and God will pour out on you. And what he's saying here is, don't be so prideful that you're not hungry. I want you to grow up and not be ignorant in spiritual things, but you're not going to understand everything, and when you think you've underst you understand everything, you're going to enter into the places of pride, and then you get shut off from knowledge, and you'll stop walking in it. Before long, you'll have a hardened heart. You'll have a spirit of religion. And you'll, you know, okay? I, praise God, this is going to be on in other nations, people playing, and they'll be like, what word is you You know, I don't even understand that. And like, pray for interpretation, amen. You'll have to get that by the Spirit. Glory to God. So can you see that when people fight the power of God and the anointing of God, 
they're denying a piece of God. Can you see how dangerous it is to fight or even argue in your heart the power of the Holy Ghost? Can you see that? It's dangerous. It puts you on the side of antichrist, anti-anointing. Like, it could have said, you know, the antichrist, the person, the antichrist, it could have said anti-Jesus if it was just talking about being anti-Jesus, but he didn't. God is very specific in his words. He said anti-Christ, which means anti-anointed one, and who the anointed one is, his anointing. In other words, it's coming against the anointing. It's coming against the power of God to break every yoke. It's coming against that. Well, that's coming against also the power of the Holy Spirit and the fullness that he wants to give people. So this is not something that we need to play with. It's something that we need to grow in knowledge in. And we need to say, Lord, I am full anointing. I am full receptive of your anointing and everything you want to do. But listen, as soon as you make that statement, guess what? As soon as you say, yes, Lord, show me your anointing, you're going to see some stuff that you do not understand. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what, what in the world just happened. You know, in the Old Testament, see, people have, have trouble even with people falling out in the Holy Ghost. That was in the Old Testament. That's not something new. Like, you can look at the Old Testament and see it where the power of God is there. And all of a sudden you see right. the Holy Ghost come in. Right. The Holy Spirit come in and just right. lay people out. If that happened today, can you imagine the, the Holy Spirit, or, or you imagine God descending in here. The cloud fills the room, all of us on the ground, you know, out. The, the ministers can't minister, the singers can't sing, everybody's laid out. Most Christians in the American church today would walk in the back door and go, oh, what has happened here? And you know, they would be gone because they're ignorant of spiritual things. Whereas you should be the kind of people that if you walked in, you're like, glory to God. Ah, you know, and, and you'd be out too, like, get me in it. You know, dive. Whew, you know, dive into it because you're aware of spiritual things. God has shown up here. Glory to God. Jump in, you know. You run, hit the glory, and you're out too. It was, I think it was Tommy Tenney wrote a book years ago called God Chasers. And if I remember correctly, in one of the stories, like... They, they start in the service. The pastor's not in the service. If I misquote this, just you'll have to correct me later. But something like, yeah, Google. Um, so something like this happened. Service starting, there's, the pastors aren't there. They're sitting in the pastor's office. All of a sudden, the glory of God hits the place. They're all out on the floor. Well, the ushers, you know, being good ushers, ushing right. They go back to check and see what's happening. They walk in and the glory of God's sitting there and they're, poof, there's like a pile of bodies by the door and everybody that comes to see it, they just, the pile just gets higher because they hit the glory and they're poof, out. Most of the American church would be like, I'm out of here. You know, right? But we're supposed to not be that way. We're supposed to be very familiar 
and knowledgeable and in wisdom on the spiritual things of God and the power of God. I ask the question, what does Jesus have? What does he have? He's got power. Now watch this. Go back to John 16, verse 14 again. He, the Holy Ghost, he will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. Or he will take, now listen, he's not just talking about knowledge in this verse. He's saying he will take of mine whatever I have. He will take it and disclose it to you. That word means manifest it. He will take of me, what does Jesus have? What's this list we were talking about earlier? What does Jesus have? Power, love, healing. He said, he will take it and manifest it to you. The Holy Ghost will do this. The Holy Ghost will do this. The Holy Ghost will manifest it. This is the work of the Holy Ghost. To manif- look, look at this, even, even more. Verse 15, all things, but wait, there's more. All things, not just some things, all, all things that the Father has are mine. Jesus says, in other words, the answer to what does Jesus have, everything God's got. Everything God has, Jesus has. Jesus said, all things the Father has are mine. And he says, therefore I say that he, the Holy Ghost, takes of mine and will disclose it to you. He will manifest it to you. The work of the Holy Ghost is to take what's Jesus's and say, hey, here's Jesus, now it's yours. And manifest it, the things of God, the power of God. Should you or should you not be walking in the power of Jesus Christ? Absolutely. But how does it happen? Through the Holy Ghost. This is Pentecost Sunday. This is Sunday where the power of God manifested in that upper room. It was a promise from heaven. Jesus said, wait till the promise comes. He had already breathed on them. He he was there and he said, look, there's a promise coming. There's a promise coming. There's a promise coming. There's a promise coming. What is it? It's the Holy Ghost who will manifest me to you. The Holy Ghost will manifest my power to you, my love to you, my healing to you. It's the working of the Holy Ghost. Brethren, I not have you ignorant about spiritual things. I want you to know how this works. It's by the Holy Ghost. It's by the power of the Holy Ghost. And then that power has a purpose. That purpose is so that you can be witnesses. We're supposed to be the kind of people that walked into the bank and everybody goes, What was that? What was that? Because we're walking in the power that the Holy Ghost has disclosed to us. We're walking in the power that the Holy Ghost has disclosed. He's taken of what Jesus has and he said, here it's yours. Is there anybody here that wants to walk in the disclosed good things of Jesus? You want to walk in that power. You want to walk in that thing. And just stand on your feet right now. Lord, I want to walk in that power. I want to walk in your goodness. I want to walk in your mercy. I want to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now, I just receive it, Lord. I receive right now. Just raise your hands. 
In Jesus' name, Lord, I want to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to be, I want to be very knowledgeable and in wisdom over the things of the Spirit. I want to know about spiritual things. I'm not going to deny the work of the Holy Ghost in my life. I'm going to open myself up to the Holy Spirit. And Luke chapter 11 says, I, he won't let a counterfeit come in. He won't let a counterfeit thing come in when I ask Jesus to fill me and overflow me with the Holy Ghost. And so let's just pray this right now. If you just, let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for a minute. If you don't have a prayer language in the Spirit yet, just allow the Holy Spirit to just pray His way and His words out of your mouth. Yeah, the power of the Holy Ghost. Brandon, come here, please. Somebody help. I got two to help you. <laughs> then when I was walking by a second ago, I felt the Lord say this. I want to refill him today. I want to overflow him with the Holy Ghost like he hadn't had in a while. A, re, a fresh refilling, I mean a fresh overflow in power, in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Lord, bring your power and flood him. Just say it with me. Say, Jesus, right now, I ask you to refill me, to overflow me. In Jesus' name, Lord, I'm asking you right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, touch him, touch his body, touch his spirit, and overflow him in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Yeah, and just receive, just receive. Lord, I receive. And you just keep praying in the Holy Spirit. Just let him flow through you. Just let him flow. He's touching you already. He wants it fresh in your life. He wants it overflowing all the time. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you. Just pray this with me right now. Just say, Jesus, right now. You're the Lord of my life. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to receive me. And I believe that you died for me. And my mess, my sin, it took you to the cross and the grave. And God raised you up. And when he raised you up, he raised me up with you. I'm no longer in the place of death. I'm in the place of love. I'm in the place of power. I'm in the place of overcoming. I'm in the place of victory. I'm seated with you in heavenly places. I'm a part of you. You're a part of me. And I walk in it today. Jesus, fill me. Baptize me. 
with the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, disclose it all to me. Manifest Jesus in my life, in my family, in my work, in my body. Body, be well in Jesus' name. I'm filled, full, overflowing. Jesus, I ask you, baptize me with fire, with the fire of God that consecrates me, that refines me, and it brands me as yours. Now pray in the Holy Spirit. Receive I'll keep praying. If there's anybody here that has not been filled with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues and you would like to this morning or you would like to be refilled, come quickly and we're going to pray for you and you will be filled. Thank you, Father. You want to be filled or refilled? If you've already uh, <clears throat> received just this morning already, you've received as we were praying or while we were preaching and the Holy Ghost has filled you, just raise your hand right now. Lord's already been working in me and filling me. Glory to God. I know most people here are filled, but if you're not, you can come at any time and you can be filled and you can receive your prayer language to pray in the Holy Ghost and allow the power of Jesus to be manifested in your life, to be his witnesses. Glory to God. Marky, come please. Yeah, fresh infilling, fresh Filling of the Holy Ghost. Manialto potosis coromata ramata nami. Yeah, maninko noromos. Blessed any hachamamo. Do you feel that already? Beneme acheko bromatsama. Fresh filling of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Padalinka mosebe. Be, be bloma. Bonse. Verekini anda omaosi. Bro, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Fresh filling of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, melter in Jesus' name. <laughs> I've never prayed that that I know of. Melter in Jesus' name. Melter down. To be formed into the beauty of your creation. Your your majesty. Lord, thank you. Let her be your masterpiece. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, glory. Glory to God. Yeah. Put your hand on your stomach. In Jesus' name. Stay with her. Keep receiving. Don't just go back to the seat. Keep receiving. He's still pouring out. Even though I walked away, he's still pouring out. He's still pouring out. What you 
you do? Have you ever done that before? Well, praise God. So I know you know Jesus, right? Well, you just asked this. The word says this. You says, he says, you just ask me for the Holy Spirit and I'll give it to you, okay? So just raise your hands. Dad, do you want to come up here too? She said, I want to pray in tongues. <laughs> Amen. So just like don't look at me. Just, you can just close your eyes, just talk to Jesus. Say, Jesus, Jesus I, ask you I ask you to fill me. Me. With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. Fill, me Fill me with fire. With fire. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Do you feel him? You sense him moving on you? I can sense him moving on you already. In the name of Jesus, be filled. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Lord, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, fill her with the Holy Ghost. Now, it says this in the Word. It says that He will give us the utterance and we speak. So what will happen is, in your head, you'll start to have syllables that will come up. And they won't sound like English, okay? It'll be like funny syllables like when I'm praying the Holy Ghost. And you'll start to understand that. Your job by faith is to speak those syllables out. And, and you just kick that flow of the Holy Spirit off just like that. Do you feel him moving on you already? You don't? Okay, that's fine. All right, but do you sense that you might be getting something that's coming up in your words? All right. Just say, Lord, I receive. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, fill her up now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Now, when you start to sense that change, any change, tell me. What are you what are you seeing right now or feeling right now? Anything? No. You feel any anything like the power of God touching you? No. You feel your dad's hand? <laughs> Amen. All right. Here's here's what I want you to do. Just close your eyes. Don't pay attention to me. Just say, Jesus. I'm yours. I'm yours. And you're mine. And you're mine. And I ask you to fill me. And I ask you to fill according me. According to your promise. According to your promise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. Now let me pray. Did you sense it when I was praying in your hand? Could you feel it? Yeah, I could too. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Now you just pray with me at any point. You just start praying out in the Holy Ghost just like me. He'll be giving you the words. He'll be giving you that power. Here, let me see your hands. Thank you, Lord. You can, you can move. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. 
Just say, Jesus, I praise you and I receive now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for filling her up. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word and your filling. You're overflowing in Jesus' name. Do you sense that he's loving on you? No, nope, you don't sense anything. <laughs> that's all right. At least you're being honest with me. That's good. <laughs> come here. What do you sense? Why did you come up? Because you wanted to speak? Yeah. All right. Did you feel him drawing you up here? No. You just, you wanted to pray in the Holy Spirit? Okay, good, good. So in that, do you know why you would want to do that? Why would you want to do that? It seems fun. It seems fun. <laughs> All right, let, let's back up a little bit, okay? It not only seems fun, but we want to do it because he told us to do it, right? Not just because it seems fun, but because he told us to do it, okay? So do you want to do what he tells us to do? All right, then just say, Father, Father I want to do, do what you want me to do. Your word says that if I love you, I'll keep your commandments and you tell me to be filled with the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. So I'm being obedient to you, Jesus, to be filled. And I ask you to fill me in Jesus' name. So Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Now, anything that you receive, anything that you feel or sense, you tell me about it, okay? If you feel him moving on you, you tell me. If you feel his love, you tell me, okay? He's pouring out all over you. He's about to roast me. Here, Dad, put your hand. Don't touch her. Just put your hand there. Tell me when you feel it. You feel it? <laughs> so he's pouring out on her. Amen. He's pouring out all over on her. Just say, Father, I receive. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now, have you sensed anything yet? No? That's okay. That's all right. So what I want you to do is I want you to just keep on, you just keep asking right now for the Lord just to fill you and overflow you, okay? I'm going to talk to you more about it a little bit later. <laughs> all right? I'll talk to you, and then we'll go. As soon as we get done, you and I can sit down and talk, and we'll get you. 
wear your field up, okay? All right. Amen? Amen. So, all right. Lord, I want to let everybody go ahead and go. This afternoon, just hang out. This afternoon, I want you to know we're going to be talking about the power of God and the Spirit of God. We're going to be talking about the things, the workings of God in such a powerful way to be filled and overflowing and walking in signs and wonders. So this afternoon at 4, have a good afternoon. You might have some. We will have the men's group tomorrow. Uh, just if there's anybody going down to South Carolina, then basically they can go get up with us. Go